Hi, homies. Welcome back to another episode of The Plurality Podcast. My name is Mikey. I am joined by Aaron Moody, DJ E. Mood. How are you today? I am fabulous. Thanks for asking. You look really good as well. You, you came to play today. Thank you. Appreciate it. I wanted to wish a happy Pride Month. It's the end of June right now, and we are coming to the close of a wonderful month of celebration. Hell yeah. Happy Pride, everybody. By the way, Mikey... Let's tell the viewers, what are your pronouns? My pronouns are he and him. Moody, what are your pronouns? My pronouns are they, he, she, because I identify as gender fluid, which means I don't really lean one way or the other. I'm kind of everything all at once. So all pronouns work for me. Thank you for sharing, Mr. Moody. I appreciate you very much. And I'm excited to continue this podcast with you. Appreciate you. What do we got on the show today? We're going to go right into The Pit, a place to discuss any and all things. And this conversation topic, I was scrolling through Twitter, wishing I was at Electric Forest. It looked like an incredible time. Mr. John Summit, who is a wonderful house DJ, and Mr. Subtronics, who does a lot of wonderful rhythm dubstep things, are in very different genres of EDM, but they did a back-to-back set together. They'd been interacting a lot on Twitter, and the vibes seemed to be very high. They both said after on Twitter they had a ton of fun doing it, and it got me thinking about what a random combination, you know, as far as doing a back-to-back. Like, in the EDM world, can you think of two people with more different styles doing a set together like that? (laughs) They are very different, but what, like, two icons, seriously? Like, two, two legends... Why not put them back to back? Oh, absolutely. It's It was clearly a great idea, and I think something that we should see more of. So with that in mind, what are some of the most fun, most strange, most unexpected back-to-backs that you might enjoy seeing in a lineup today? My ultimate back-to-back would definitely have to be Oliver's, who is huge into dubstep and abstract which is Bass House, which I guess they're not like so, so different, but they are both, again, legends in their own right, and it would just be a phenomenal back-to-back. Oliver's, if I'm thinking of the right sound off the top of my head, excuse me, I just ate so much watermelon before I came on here. I'm sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Like, so much. Uh, We gotta stop rolling the tape. (laughs) He had too much watermelon. (laughs) I had a little melon burp there. Frenchie is hackling in the kitchen. I was trying to think of Oliver's and the sound. Would you classify them as uh, color-based? I know when we just listened to Chime, would you kind of put them in the same world as Chime as far as sound? To be honest, I don't know that I've ever heard the genre color-based before, so you're teaching me something. Ah. In my head, I would genre classify Oliver's as melodic dubstep, but honestly, I've never heard of color-based before. So color-based is something that I just learned a couple weeks ago for episode one, doing the chime research, and he calls his genre of music color base and he said it's inspired a lot by like video games pixel vibes it's his spotify about section that had a lot of the info and then that got me researching some other things and it's so cool you see all these super unique niche small little subsections of dubstep and the bass world and i'm sure it's the same for the house world and the trance world and dnb and all of the above just gonna play an oliver song real quick 
Yeah, I would feel pretty confident in describing that as color-based. This is Get High by Oliver's. Ooh, he's groovy? He's fucking bonkers. <laughs> Little Grizz vibes in there right here. Yeah, it's like Wobble Step. Yeah, yeah. And then this part is back to the color base. See, and that's the thing about Oliver's is that he meshes a bunch of different genres together, so it's hard to classify yeah. his stuff. Oh, but that's so fascinating, and what a testament to the talented artist that he is. I can't wait to see him live. It's gonna be sick. I'm sorry, I, I gotta stop it or I would just continue to listen to it. Had you heard of him before? Yeah, like that song I just played, I already had it saved. Yeah, he's pretty groovy. Well, I will pick up next Porter Robinson, back to back San Holo, because I think they're the two most wholesome people that I can think of in the EDM world. Absolutely. Music also is very vibey and has its unique parts, but they have, you know, some similarities, and I think they would put on a hell of a show. Another one for me would have to be James Hype, back-to-back Skrillex. Ooh, Sonny Moore. Hell yeah. James Hype is Tech House. Skrillex is, well, Skrillex is like a million things. Like, I don't even know where to start with him. It depends on which generation of Skrillex you're listening to, because his sound has evolved He's like another Cascade. Well, like you, you can't even compare him to Cascade, actually, because Cascade has evolved a lot over the years, but like Skrillex is just like literally all over the place, starting in a post-hardcore band and is an insane guitarist. He reformed dubstep to be like bro-step, bro step, yeah. and now he does like Trap House. He's all over the, all over the place. But James Hype, back-to-back Skrillex. James Hype has insane mixing skills. Like, he can play four decks at once. Everyone go check out his YouTube. Absolutely mind-blowing. Like, the guy is incredibly talented. And so, so is Skrillex. So to see two, again, legends go back-to-back, like, I'm here for it. And this is a Sunny Moore Stan podcast. We want to establish that very early. Absolutely. Mikey and I talked about this. We are Skrillex stands. So if you're a hater, we don't have time for you. We ain't got time. <laughs> so talented. He is. He's stupid talented. Stupid. Stupid. Another back-to-back I would like to see is DJ Diesel, the largest human that might be walking this planet right now. And I was thinking Juna, the, you know, cute little, cute little girl who like oh, throws yeah. bass and it's spelled J-V-N-A. I think we saw her at uh, Izu at last Izu year. Together. Yeah, and she sings live. So to see her sing live over Shaq just like melting faces. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be great. I think it would be awesome. The photos would be incredible. She'd be standing like on the table and still be a foot shorter than him. It would be awesome. Love it. Yeah, he'd like pick her up. Like do some like dirty dancing style moves. <laughs> Love that. Well, my uh, last back-to-back would be Morgan Madison and Eden Prince. So Morgan Madison is someone that my wife and I have been trying to see for a hot minute now. He does incredible progressive house, picks up where Dead Mouse leaves off, like just pure melting together sound. He makes the best progressive house. 
And Eden Prince makes updated house music, but he has like an old school twist to it. Can you explain to me what updated house music means as someone who's coming just now to the house scene? Yeah, of course. So he uses synths that would be used in like Acid House, which would be... God, I'm going to fuck this up. (laughs) Yes, now my next question. Acid House, what exactly would that be? It's a Roland D20, I think. These are like specific types of synths? Yeah, so when Acid House started... Well, when a lot of genres started, it was because there was a particular synth that had come out with new sounds... So the dictionary definition of what a synthesizer is, an electronic musical instrument typically operated by a keyboard producing a wide variety of sounds by generating and combining signals of different frequencies. Sorry, that's the information that I needed because I am quite the novice here. Yeah, 100%. And before synths, there were modular synths, which have cables that have quarter inches on both ends and you can plug them into different ports to make different sound waves and different noises. So that's why when synths came out, like it was a huge breakthrough because you didn't need these like big ass, like pieces of equipment that were extremely expensive. You could have a Roland D20, the other big one. Korg M1 is the classic house a piano noise that was used in the 90s and the Roland D20 I believe was the one used for like classic acid house which again I, you know it's hard for me to like go into depth like about what a genre is <laughs> but uh, that's what it boils down to is just like the the instrument sounds that were used in the song so Eden Prince is just phenomenal at doing updated house but keeping the old school sounds just using like old rave sounds that you would hear like you know legit raves in the 80s so yeah check them out eden prince back to back morgan madison what is your favorite eden prince song oh my god i have so many let's say my favorite is hang tight let's hear it So you hear the piano here? That's like a classic Korg. Oh yeah. Classic Korg M1. You get like those huge chords that come in. The snare that he's using too is like an old school 90s snare that would have been probably on a Korg M1 as well. Oh, that's rad. And the cowbell, come on! So fucking good. <laughs> more cowbell. <laughs> I got a fever. The only cure is more cowbell. More cowbell. <laughs> I want to play this song at like 8:30 a.m. on a Sunday morning with the sun shining through the windows, cats just floating around. Water your plants. Oh, hell yeah. That's the other thing I love about his music is that it's all good vibes. Like, he doesn't make sad music. Like, all of his songs are just pure, pure vibes. This one earns a nice heart on Spotify. Thank you, Mr. Prince. 
so so good and you know morgan madison has like the same vibe but in the progressive house realm just super upbeat and just like good vibes so yeah i would definitely love a back-to-back for them wow if you were wondering some places to start getting into house music here's a wonderful place to start thank you moody you're welcome from there we are gonna move into drop of the week let's send it over to aaron what have you for us I'm really excited about this song this week because when it came out in 2020, peak pandemic, spending a lot of time trying to find really good music, and when this EP dropped, I just like lost my mind over it. My drop of the week is Hypnogic, I Can't Wait, Edit Version by Love Regenerator. again, I believe, is a Korg M1 piano sound. That sound there is Acid House. Ah, okay, okay. And the, the drums, that's called breakbeat. They're just the wealth of information. The drums and the cymbals. It came from the UK. Just like a really phenomenal, like feel good song. Whenever I hear that song, it just puts me in a better mood. The vocals are insane. The production is insane. Updated to be like, again, new, authentic, but like still really at its core, like old school sound. I just love it. I love everything about raving. <laughs> I love it here. I love it here. I'm never leaving. <laughs> never fucking leaving. Oh, and the other cool thing about that song is it samples two songs from the 80s. One of them is called Don't Make Me Wait by Peach Boys, came out in 1982. And the other is Hot Pants, Ooh. Bonus Beats by Bobby Bird came out in 1987. The drums came from the Bobby Bird song, and then the vocals slash lyrics came from the Peach Boys song, which was like a disco soul funk song originally. So it's really cool that he took these two like disco funk soul songs and again, like updated them to be something brand new, but to just highlight the old school sound. I love it. I mean, it's so cool to see the influence from past decades before EDM even was a thing in Stranger Things running up that hill. Yeah. It's been on TikTok. So this is a remix that popped up on my like release radar. Let's hear it.
It's like happy, a little nostalgic. Yeah, it's interesting, the, uh, the synth sound that they chose for this. It's kind of sugar poppy. <laughs> yeah, so this is Running Up That Hill by Nora Van Eiken, and the remix is by Siz, Size, S-Y-Z-Z. One of these days, we're going to pronounce people's names correctly. I don't know when <laughs> that day is, but one of these days. And the original vocalist was Kate Bush. Shout out Kate Bush. So there's a fun little tangent there. Let's hear your job of the week, Mikey. <laughs> okay. You hear it at the start already. Okay. <laughs> I gotta get it in the right place to start. <laughs> Give me one second here. Let me just... Dun, 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 dun. All right. This next one is Banana Planet by Midnight Tyrannosaurus. And listen, I don't know much, but I know that you will never escape from Banana Planet. You'll never escape Banana Planet! is an animal. I'm tired. I love that you went full caveman for that. Yeah, that's some of the hardest bedroom headbanging I've done. Here, we're going to get a little break here in one second. I love it. So, if you're interested at home, there's a second drop as well in like 60 seconds. Feel free to look it up and keep it going. But, you know, <laughs> the theme of the show early on was contrast and styles between Different people at the start of the show. I think that's a, a good example on Drop of the Week. What would uh, you classify that genre as? That's going to be bass music is what I'm going to yeah. call that. I agree. Spot on. Spot, spot on. on. I have nothing else to add. Banana Planet by Midnight T. Midnight Tyrannosaurus. Shout out to Midnight T. That's the end. It's it's great. Shout out Midnight T for, for playing some of the heaviest shit there is on this planet. Thank you for blessing your, your bass vibes on us. All right, let me let me collect myself, put my hair back up, take a few deep breaths. Breathe in. And out. I also didn't mention that Love Regenerator is Calvin Harris. That's a pretty big piece of information to leave out. But... That's kind of a mess. <laughs> <laughs> I had so many things to remember. How was I going to remember everything? <laughs> <laughs> oh, by the way... Have you ever heard, like, the biggest dance songs of all time? Well, that guy also did this yep. song. And that explains why he sampled all the disco funk. Because when he first started, he did, like, disco-inspired music. Anyway. Is that, like, a case of a DJ, you know, having his success and then coming back to something he was always passionate about but maybe didn't get the recognition for? 
Totally, totally. Because a lot of people would call him a sellout just like Skrillex, you know, like being like, oh, you worked with Justin Bieber, you worked with Rihanna, so now you're not a good producer anymore. It's like, it's such bullshit. Like, who cares? <laughs> yeah, the unnecessary hate that a lot of people get online is crazy. So we're going to bring unnecessary love to all these wonderful people. Stands. So thank you, Calvin Harris, love regenerator. What would your alias be? In this hypothetical situation, you've hit it big time. You're world famous. Your name has all the recognition that you need. So now what you want is a little anonymous. I can say this word. <laughs> Stick with me. Like to be anonymous, a little anonymity. That's it. Let's, Let's go. go. Now you want a little anonymity. What's going to be your new name? Your virtual self to Porter Robinson your love regenerator to Calvin Harris. I don't you're just like really putting me on the spot here, Mikey. <laughs> Sorry, this is, my brain's just going. I let's see, let's see, let's see, let's see. Uh, flaming unicorn heads. <laughs> you should work with Rainbow Kitten Surprise and you guys would just make the greatest combination. I'm in, let's do it. What would your alias be? I would be the Goose Riders. The Goose Riders? Maybe the Goose Rider? Goose Rider singular, I guess. Goose Rider. And all of my fans for my amazing DJing skills would be my flock. <laughs> my geese. <laughs> I'll have to show it to you. There's a picture of me at like five years old riding a goose. And so I just have kind of adopted that. It could hold you? I'll show you the picture. Wow, Mikey. I learned something new about you every five minutes. Yeah, me and geese. <laughs> we, go, we go way back. I love calling the fans the flock. That's really brilliant. <laughs> now all I need to do is develop any smidge of talent at being musical whatsoever. But Yeah, you got it. Don't worry about that. All right, so on that note and on the tail end of yet another tangent, we are going to shift over to a new segment by the name of Memes and Themes. This is another Frenchie-inspired name. Shout out Frenchie <laughs> again. <laughs> Alien Babe. Alien Babe. So Memes and Themes, I have to say my favorite video from a festival is one that i saw i think during peak quarantine 2020 because you know what were we doing other than watching tv and being on our phones i fell in love with this video and i believe it's from bonnaroo 2019 and it's of a group of people surrounding a pineapple they have sunglasses on the pineapple and then eventually like takes a hula hoop and, and puts it around so it's just hysterical it really the reason why i fell in love with it is because all of these people are just like so gleefully happy like you can tell every single person in this video would not trade a goddamn thing to be anywhere else in the world at that moment in time and they are just like full of pure joy and i'm like this is exactly what raving is about it encapsulates it completely like this is just it's amazing anyway so we're gonna watch it it's called go pineapple look at that little guy he's so happy oh there's the hula <laughs> Since you showed me this earlier, I've had this stuck in my head. Like, come on. Look, and then they're, now they're going to, like, dance around it. 
You're so right. It encapsulates everything that is good about raving. A group of total strangers coming together to dance in a circle around a pineapple with sunglasses on sitting in a hula hoop. And it's, it's beautiful. beautiful. And like, I just know those people were just like, we're having the time of their life because I've been there because I've been with strangers and been like, this moment could not get literally any better. And to this day, like, they probably don't even talk about like the music or the sets. I guarantee you they still talk about that pineapple. Oh, a hundred percent. A hundred percent. Ah. It really, it pulls on my heartstrings. Go pineapple. And you know, pineapples are often used as totems now at festivals. It's also like a common theme that you'll see in people's flags or their outfits. And pineapples themselves symbolize both friendship and hospitality. So it's just a really beautiful thing that all these people are surrounding this pineapple and it's a symbol of friendship and hospitality and they're like yeah we're all friends here like i don't know your name but you're my friend and i love you it's fucking awesome so if you were to pick your favorite moment you've ever experienced with a stranger at a show or a festival what would your memory be let's see i was at a show and just dancing as per usual and there was this couple near us and i think either we asked them for a photo or they asked us and then we got to be friends and then we danced the whole night together and that turned out to be aaron and aaron and we had a wonderful time that night at zed at the brooklyn mirage hey and then we make a podcast together can you believe it what that's crazy i love it you know what we meet all our best friends at shows it's just true like you find your people and then you're like oh not letting you go (laughs) (laughs) no seriously my best memories with strangers are the people that I've continued to be friends with, you know, to this day. People spread across the world that I've had like such cool, unique experiences with. That's the coolest thing ever. I met Jesus also one time. I mean, who hasn't? (laughs) I was walking, I said, Jesus, I need a picture. And we took a photo and then that was it. I love it. My uh, favorite memory, one that does come to mind, would be a rave I went to the New Year's Eve going into 2017. It was thrown by Bang On. They're the same people who throw Elements Music Festival in Pennsylvania. I don't even really remember knowing any of the DJs. My friend was like part of the production. I got to go in with some other friends. And, you know, I was down to, like, go for a minute. I was like, I am, like, shutting this place down. It's New Year's Eve. I had just gotten out of a tumultuous relationship two months prior. So I was reveling in my freedom. Like, the best thing to do when you're going through a rocky situation in your life is to go raving by yourself. It's so much fun. Not that I went by myself because I did go with friends. You know, this rave was crazy. It had, like, slides. It had a treehouse. It had, like, four different stages. It had a second floor that was a silent disco. And we were in the silent disco when my friends were like, okay, we're leaving at, like, 2.30 or, like, 3 a.m. And I was like, I'm definitely not. (laughs) So everyone I knew left, and I was just there by myself. And I was like, hell yeah. Like, this is the way I want to start 2017. I was in the silent disco for another, I don't know, like half hour. And then I went to one of the main stages and I was dancing down there for a little bit, just like vibing, have a really good time. And out of nowhere, this like tiny girl comes up to me and she goes, I just wanted to tell you that I love your energy. And then she gave me a kiss on the cheek and then she danced away. And I was like, wow, 
that was life changing. And that was exactly like the reason that I needed to stay here was that moment. <laughs> I stayed until the last song, which was like 6 a.m. And I made new friends. And uh, one of the friends I made, his mom was there and she was like 60 something. It was crazy. <laughs> but yeah, that's probably one of my favorite, uh, <laughs> my favorite memories of just hanging out with strangers. I couldn't agree with you more. Just hearing your stories will make you think. I remember being in Utah at Das Energy last year and everyone in my group was like, oh, we're going to go check out this stage. And Lucy was coming on. I was like, I'm I'm not leaving. I'm staying right here. It's, she's coming. She'll be right there. And it was the best. She absolutely crushed it. Oh, Lucy is amazing. I can't even begin to explain how incredible she was. And the energy was incredible. Everybody's energy was working off of each other. It was just like you described it. It's a magical time with people that, you know, you might get on Instagram and then not see again for who knows how long, but it's beautiful. Absolutely. We saw Lucy at EDCO last year and she just like annihilated her set at Circuit Grounds. Right? It was amazing. She's really good. She pours everything into it. She crushes. Oh yeah, she like headbangs. If you have the opportunity to get to a Lucy set, it's it's sensational. Can't say enough good things. We stand Lucy. We we just stand everybody on this show. We stand everyone. Yeah, yeah honestly, yeah. we're not haters, so. We ain't got no hate for anyone. So yes, go see Lucy if you have the chance. You won't regret it. That concludes our three segments today. Thanks so much for joining us everybody. Go celebrate Pride. You know what? The celebration doesn't stop when the month clicks over to July. So just keep keep celebrating, y'all. Keep those rainbows flying. That's it. That's a wrap. Oh, yeah. Follow us at Plurality Pod, TikTok, Twitter, and Instagram. Keep it plur, everyone. Keep it plur. Later, homies. Love you. Love you.